Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenido. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This is your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, we are brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Check it out, the WBO. Join them on Facebook or hit their website, WBOboxing.com. But I am the man. You know that. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion on the radio airways, having defended that title for better than, well, better than three decades, folks. Approaching four decades. How can you imagine that? That's right. I started the show when I was five years old. But I've got open phone lines, coast to coast. If you want to join me, we talk boxing and a little MMA as well, one 800 878 play this 1 800 878 7529. And wait, Sky Cuddy tells me the Skype line is happening as well, and that addresses sports byline and the number two. So, straight up, lots of things to talk about. First and foremost, man, that July 23rd card. I'm talking about Bob Aaron putting together an all WBO card. Looking sharp. We'll talk about the fighters on that card, of course, some of the fights of the past couple of weeks. Tyson Fury's in the news. Not for the good news, though. Nah, you know, the former, take it back to current world heavyweight champ. I'm going to hook it up with. Vladimir Klitschko in that rematch in July in the Wembley Stadium, of course, in the U.K. But he said some things this week that were a little off the wall. But what can I say? Sort of reminds me of that new right-wing doc, take that back, that left-wing documentary out this week called Who Brainwashed My Father? Somebody Brainwashed Tyson Fury. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, CRN2. I keep going, but the bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And you know it. In the world of professional boxing, is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Did you know you can keep an eye on your home, whether you're across the street or across the country? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about putting your home on speed dial right after this. You know what's true and what's not. And what's true is that the best laid plans need the strongest tools. And no tool has been up for more challenges than true temper. These lawn and garden tools live up to their name again and again. Refined, perfected, strong and durable, innovative tools since 1808. You know what you need to get the job done. You and a tool that is absolutely true. 
True Temper. If you have a smartphone, you already know how easy it is to surf the web and send emails or receive texts. But you can also use your phone to monitor your home. Several companies now offer a subscription service that allows you to lock or unlock your front door, raise or lower the thermostat on your heating and cooling system, monitor inside or outside with web cameras, and even turn on lights or other electronics remotely. You can even receive emails and text alert when a door is open so you know precisely when the kids get home from school or when a service technician has arrived. With a smartphone monitoring system, you never have to come home to a dark house and with the push of a button, the temperature inside will always be just right. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This night, the referee is going to be the most important man in the ring other than the fighters. He went in. He went in. Come on, Roy. You've got to join. You've got to... And do it, you gotta do this. And Roy is doing everything, man. Come on. Norman Stone just called his fighter Roy. Get this motherfucker. Fight him. Go and get him. Go on, fight this guy. Hands up. You think you go to the body? You come up to the head. Come up to the head. Fight him. Come on, Johnny. Fight him. He's taking your title away from you. The referee sucks. All you work for. The ref sucks. Fight him. The referee. Come on. Get out there. Fight him. Come on, come on, the referee sucks. Come on, 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 come one of the good things that's happening is here we'll never probably never have to see Norman Stone again. That'd be good. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You took the words right out of my mouth. Straight up the mighty Tower of Power bringing us back from the break. 13 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm feeling it today, but of course. I've got a whole day of radio. I've got some Bellator MMA today that I'm going to check out in San Jose, California. So it's a full card. And, of course, I return tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Saturday Radio, et al., um, with the Johnny Taco Show. Johnny Taco and his All-Stars, 10 p.m. Pacific time tonight. Of course, we'll feature Greg Popovich, and I've got a guest. I've got a guest that's going to blow a lot of male minds. i just put it to you like that. So 10 p.m. tonight. 10 p.m. Pacific time. Johnny talking to his all-star. Zach Attack Young. And, of course, Dominic Cadwallard-Hermenez. And, of course, behind the glass, the great Scott Cuddy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Alive Worldwide. Lots of things to talk about. Let's talk about the, the – listen to this. I mean, when a Japanese fighter gets involved in, in, in boxing, he gets involved. I told you about the, the country being involved with the, all their fighters over there. And, of course, they follow them from their infancy, from the amateur days through the early days of watching them fight in front of 2,500 people and things like that. Because I've told you about the boxing in Japan. They have a pro car like four or five days a week around Tokyo. They've got a little hall right next to the uh, Tokyo Dome that they that they they practice boxing in three or four days a week. I'm serious. Three or four days a week, there are professional cars in Tokyo. So Tokyo and, and boxing and, and Japanese, they, they just bring it together. They just do. The country gets behind their guys. Of course, they're they're behind the current uh, current <laughs> uh, feather uh, middleweight prospect, Kyoto Murata, who's a hot, hot dude, no doubt about it. Now 10 and 0, 7 KOs. Um, the first Japanese gold medalist in like 50 years. But he throws uppercuts, and I love guys that throw uppercuts, much like Luis Ortiz, the current WBA asterisk heavyweight title holder. And why I put asterisk is that WBA's got 19 different champions. No, no clarity there. No question about that. But it is a lost punch in boxing. And you saw it uh, with Murata, the uppercut. You see it with Luis Ortiz. Not too many guys want to throw anymore. You know why? Because there aren't guys to teach it. I mean, the guys, the Ray Arcells, the... The uh, the Angelo Dundees, these guys, they're even Richie G. Kenny to an extent. I mean, you could teach guys the basics, okay, but those guys aren't around anymore, and the guys teaching the guys the basics nowadays just don't make it. They just don't have it put together. They really don't. But last week, Naona uh, Inouye, of course, he was he 10-0 now, 7 KOs, the WBA 115-pound champion. He moved up from like 108 to straight to 115. They're talking about him moving up further, but he had David Carmona on his hands, the top-ranked Mexican uh, well, uh, a contender came in, came in the fight, no question about it. Came in the fight, got rattled a couple of times, but he came in the fight and fought a good second half of the fight against a, a bit of a guy. Uh, you know, Inouye's only got 10 fights, so it's not like he's got a whole lot of rounds under his belt, but it was good to get 12 rounds. He walked away with the unanimous nod, but he said afterwards that he was ashamed 
He felt, he, he said, I have betrayed expectations. I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. I've embarrassed my people. Whoa, whoa. Can you imagine an American fighter saying that? I don't think so. I really, come on, man. You just couldn't imagine. It just wouldn't happen that way. It just wouldn't. But now, uh, Carmona 17 2 says, uh, six KOs. Carmona says he can't punch. Now, let's shift gears. Let's go from Japan to the Philippines. Let's talk about Cebu, the Philippines. Of course, just a fortnight ago, the WBA 122-pound champion, Nonito Donaire, the Filipino Flash, took out Zolt Bredek in a very, very, um, how can I put this, mm, dominant fashion. Just put it to you like that. He lit him up like a White House Christmas tree. Of course, that was for the WBA 122-pound belt. Now they're talking about Nonito Donaire going over either defending again in Cebu. They drew 23,000 people there. 20, when was the last time 23,000 people showed up for an American fight? Think about that. Think about that. When's the last, I mean, you know, outside of these huge, huge mega fights they hold in stadiums or something like that, 23,000 people showed up in Subu, the Philippines, to watch uh, the Filipino Flash return to form. And you know what? I think it's sort of cool because he never got his, his, his just props, I think, in the Filipino world because he was coming up around the same time as Manny Pacquiao. And he was making statements at the same time as Manny Pacquiao. And you sort of, it's sort of like with Donald Trump in the room. You get drowned out when you're the other candidate. So Donaire looking to do his thing. It'll either be in Cebu again, the Philippines, or Dubai. And they're talking about him taking on Luis Maldonado, a couple other guys. So straight up, the Filipino flash back in the fold, looking pretty good. And I got to give him some props. I really do. Back to Murata. As I said, he was a winner last night. I take that back tonight in uh, Tokyo, Japan. He'll be fighting on this card July the 23rd. Pretty impressive card put together by Bob Arum. I'll talk about on top, of course, three or four WBO fights. But you really got to give it to uh, the Hall of Famer. I mean, he's not going out in his, he's not going out in his shield. Bob Arum was 84, 85 years old. When I saw him at the convention last year, he looked he looked aged, okay? But his mind's still still sharp. Of course, he's got Terrence Crawford, his fighter. Best fighter, pound for pound, maybe in all the boxing out of Omaha, Nebraska. That's what the Sun World Airlines Lady offered me a free ticket to one time, Omaha. I said, is it Omaha or Omaha? She goes, no, no, Omaha. I said, okay. Anyway, I don't want to go there anyway. Uh, it was a free ticket because we were, like, being delayed somewhere. Anyway, Crawford, 28-0, no, 20 kills from Omaha, Nebraska, taking on the Iceman. Talk about Victor Postel, 28-0, no, 12 kills. Not the big puncher, but a taller dude. Of course, a taller guy has got a good jab. Crawford, a good-looking fighter, probably the best fighter. I said pound for pound in boxing right now. Good moves. Um, he can punch with power, 20 KOs and 28 wins. July the 23rd, he heads this card. On the same card, the WBO newly crowned 168-pound champion, Gilberto Ramirez, 34-0. Gilberto Ramirez Silva, he's got like 19 different names. 34-0, 24 KOs. Of course, looking so impressive a, a fortnight ago. Taking on Dominic uh, Brooks. And this they figures to be a good fight. Brooks comes in at 32-1-1 with 11 KOs. And the WBO number one, 126-pounders uh, on the card, Oscar Valdez, 19-0 with 17 KOs. Taking on... Matias Rueda, who's 26-0 with 23 kills. Now, it's all part of that July 23rd card, but it will be joined by the aforementioned Ryota uh, Murata from, uh, from, from Japan. I mean, this kid's, this kid's the deal. 165-pound gold medalist, of course, in the 2012 Olympics. First gold medalist from Japan in, like, over 50 years. So they're really, like, giving this guy all kinds of props. He's taking on a pretty tough guy. Anyway, his record looks tough. I'm talking about Comanche Boy. That's what they call him. I'm not even going to go into this guy's last name because I would murder it. But it's George Comanche Boy, and he's 34-2 and two with 24 chaos out of Lawton, Oklahoma, which tells me that he's hooked up with, of course, the man. What's he doing these days? I mean, you don't hear from Tony Holden anymore. Tony Holden sort of fell off the, the face of the planet to an extent, the world, the world stage, as far as boxing and MMA and things like that are concerned, when uh, Tommy Morrison sort of faded out. But, you know, he's been doing cars. He owns a casino now in, in, in uh in Oklahoma, I think it's in Miami, Oklahoma, or somewhere around there. So he owns a couple of casinos. And man, he was the guy when I was there, but now he's really the guy. I mean, owning casinos, but can I say, not doing a thing. I'll never forget with with uh with Tony Holden, my, Mills Lane. Remember Mills Lane? The referee, of course. Let's get it on. Of course, he had that TV cartoon show where he had the guys celebrity fighting each other on in cartoons on TV. And of course he had uh Mills uh Judge Mills Lane, the TV show. So me and me and uh Mills and Tony are sitting there looking at at uh at uh at Nassim Ahmed get on the scale for Marco Antonio Barrera where he lost that W one hundred and twenty six pound title. And we're watching him get on the scale and I go, God, he looks small, doesn't he? Doesn't he look small? He goes, Yeah, compared to what we've been seeing, well the guy came down from like hundred and fifty six pounds. So he lost like 30 pounds to make 126, barely made 126. I don't think he made but 126 one time afterwards, if that. Okay, but Nassim Ahmed saw a picture of him uh, a couple of weeks ago. He's, he's lost some weight. He was like up to like 250, 260 pounds. Like you, you could roll him down the hill. 
I'm serious. You could roll, put him sideways, and you could he would roll down the hill. Okay, but he's lost some weight, and he's looking pretty good. Of course, he was the guy that sort of set the Middle East on fire in the U.K. at the same time, much like they hoped uh, Amir Khan did. Of course, Amir Khan failed last week in his middleweight title bait. Of course, that was on pay-per-view as well, brought to you from uh, Golden Boy Promotions from Las Vegas, Nevada, in the main event. Saul Alvarez, the reigning linear world middleweight champion, once beaten fighter, and what's he now? 47 and 1, somewhere around, some incredible record. 47 1 and 1, the only loss to Floyd Mayweather. Taking out uh, Amir Khan in the sixth round. Amir Khan doing well, boxing as, you know, Amir Khan's a pedigree, man. Amir Khan was the prodigy. Amir Khan was the guy. I mean, he was, he was as highly touted or more highly touted coming into the pro ranks as Floyd Mayweather was. Coming out of the 96 games, I kid you not. I mean, he was the, he, we thought he was the real deal. He could do it all. He, woo, man. But it didn't happen that way because, you know, you get hit on the chin, things happen. And for Amir Khan, things that don't happen in a positive manner. He's been hit on the chin, what, three or four times as a pro now? Knocked out three times. Of course, Bradis Prescott took him out early on his, uh, in his uh, professional career. Then he comes back and he fights Danny Garcia, gets lit up by Danny Garcia, crunch, one punch. And then he gets crunched by Saul Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez last week. And it was sort of expected, but you got to give these guys props because it's all about making the money. I keep telling you, it isn't about winning titles and things like that. Because you know what? You can stick a title belt, you know, and how about Diego Corrales? He ended up pawning his title belts in, in Las Vegas for like three, 400 bucks at, uh, at, uh, at pawn shops. things like that. So title belts don't pay the bills. Money pays the bills. Amir Khan made a lot of money last week with Virgil Hunter piloting him. Of course, Virgil Hunter of Andre Ward fame. You know, I think of Ward, I think of Khan, I think of Virgil Hunter, that entire little uh, East Bay contingent of professional boxing over there. And they're a good crew, but the thing is that Ward's got a chin and Zamir Khan doesn't. No jaw, no wins. That's just the way it is. Not in the big time, folks, because you're going to get that chin check. This is boxing. This isn't, you know, kickboxers. That's why I think a lot of kickboxers have bad chins, because they don't get their chins tested enough. Because I remember when I was boxing back in the day, when we, fight, we used to fight kickboxers, they bring an entire team of them in from, like, Stockton, California, we had, like, eight or ten guys, right? Six of them would leave, like, start, almost stretchers. I kid you not. Because they'd come to fight. They wouldn't know that, you know, we'd be whooping on them. But they would come to fight, no doubt about it. They thought they were good guys. But when your chin's not checked, when that chin of yours is not checked, you just don't know what to do. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Talk of boxing. Little James Brown to the break. July 23rd. Check it out. Terrence Crawford. Victor Iceman Postal, the main event. Undefeated guys, 28 no each. Hooking it up for the WBL 140-pound title. WBL 168-pound super middleweight champion, undefeated Gilberto Ramirez of Mexico, 34 and zip. He'll be in the uh, on the card as well, as well a couple of, as well a couple other hot fighters, July 23rd. The WBL and Bob Arum coming together for a pay-per-view card. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices. 
prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800 commander early rounds but like i said he brings excellent condition and he's determined why didn't you go after him to try to knock him out when you knocked him down early in the third round i said why get callous if i've been training for two months here's the here's the knockdown describe it to us as you see it well like i told jimmy the one two is gonna get him all the time but uh i wasn't gonna get over excited and play myself cheap i said i'll knock him out early if it happens if not if it's necessary, I'll go 12 rounds, and I did. Did you go to school, so to speak, on what happened to Rosario when he knocked him down and then got knocked out himself? No, because I knocked out, I knocked down a lot of fighters that still took my time. I'm just getting seasoned through every fight, and I'm pound for pound. Best the, I'm the best fighter pound for pound in the world. Bring him on. Bring him on. Man, see me. I don't respect your opinion. Come on, baby. So I can knock you out. Well, who are some you could get some, baby. You could get some too, Brian Boo. Jimmy Pope. Sorry, Holmes. Oh, yeah. Come on with it, baby. Yeah, buddy. Let's hear from you, Larry. What about Aaron Pryor? Aaron Pryor? Come on with it, baby. I got faith in you. You bounce back. I know you. Come on, baby. Come on with it. It's my show time. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? Sounds like a 60s TV show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, the WBO is going to party. We're going to party in La and uh, Puerto Rico, going back home to Puerto Rico for the 29th convention. This goes down in October. Of course, the exact date is going to be October 17th through the 21st at the Caribbean Hilton Hotel. That's in San Juan, Puerto Rico. You can get all the information on the WBL's 29th convention. That's in San Juan, Puerto Rico. That'll be, as I said, October 17th through the 21st. It's, it's a great event, no doubt about it. We can check them out at WBLboxing.com. It's WBLboxing.com slash convention. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Guess what? Lucas Brown. Talk about the heavyweights. Remember I was talking about how excited I was that the heavyweights looks like they're all going to start to come together now. I mean, you've got Tyson Fury, the WBO champion, always saying crazy stuff before the media. He's 25-0. Of course, Klitschko 64-4. Povetkin going to take on uh, Deontay Wilder in, in Russia. Moscow is going to be in, in a couple of weeks now. The 21st, I believe. He's 30-1. Deontay Wilder, the aforementioned WBC champion, 36-0. Uh, Kubrat Pulov. Out of Bulgaria, I believe, is 23-1. Anthony Joshua, the hot kid from the U.K., 2012 Olympic gold medalist, 16 and zip. Luis Ortiz out of Cuba, 25-0. Lucas Brown. Ah, here we go. Lucas Brown, ranked number eighth according to BoxRec, 24-0, 37 years old, out of Sydney, Australia. Here's the uh, latest story over the wire. On March 5th at the Coliseum Sport Hall in Krosny, Chetnia, Lucas Brown, 24-0, became Australia's first world heavyweight champ when he won the WBA's world heavyweight title by stopping Rustin Chagorov, uh, 34-3-1, with a 10th-round TKO. The win was in jeopardy, however, when clambuterol, a weight-reducing drug, was deducted in Brown's ACE, a urine sample, according to the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association. No immediate uh, 
anyway, they ended up they ended up doing it again, uh, the second test. So they suspended it for six months. I mean, this is not good. It's just not good. They've stripped uh, a WBA according to their rules. I didn't know they had any, but according to their rules, they stripped uh, stripped Brown of their title. I don't know what they're going to do with that. They have already had two heavyweight champions anyway. They had Luis Ortiz, the other champion. So I guess they can just give Ortiz that belt and let Ortiz move, make his move. But right now, heavyweights are hot, and I'm digging it because – you know, this is what sort of propels the game. This is what people talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mumble about Mayweather and people like that, you know. But really, if you've got a dominant heavyweight champion, one out there where they, they, they can only put it, do it in the ring, but, you know, put together put together a good stand-up afterwards outside of the ring. Tyson Fury, eh, he talks a good game, but he talks insane. I mean, what was he? He's a little brainwashed, 25-0. and 0. So his head go. But look down this, 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 you know, right now, First nine, eight guys will, will end at Lucas Brown because they go a little crazy after that. I think the next guy, the next best guy, as far as heavyweight is concerned, are Joseph Parker out of uh, what is originally out of New Zealand and now fighting out of Las Vegas, now 18 0, 24 years old. A fighter from, um, what can I say? He, sort of, they, he could draw in Australia. He can draw in uh, sort of like the Mark Hunt of boxing. Mark Hunt draws down there in Australia and he draws in New Zealand. They can draw down there. The, the Pacific Islanders just, just draw real well down there, especially when they can fight. And Joseph Parker can fight. So none of the other top 15 heavyweights in the, uh, according to the computer here, and take that back to top 20 as far as, uh, as far as boxers are concerned, nothing really jumps out of me. Nothing really does. But you've got these top three or four guys on now, and they are the, the cream of the crop that we have right now. And if Tyson Fury can get off the soapbox, I mean, listen, the British Board of Boxing Control, they find him before. Remember he said something stupid, and they find him a few thousand quid or whatever, whatever they call him over there, bucks. Anyway, they find him some money, and they got him in trouble. He had to do some charity thing for some event. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, they got him to do community service and pay a fine, okay? So he did it. I don't know if he's going to do it this time. I really don't. So they might have to suspend him. If they suspend him, what uh, the promoter will do is he'll go get the Luxembourg Boxing Commission to sanction the fight. I think that's what Frank Warren did a few years ago. Remember Frank Warren did that? The British Board of Boxing Control would not sanction David Hay and Derek Chisora because they got into that big fight before the— uh, announcing the fight where the uh, guys got hit with a bottle and things like that, all kinds of crazy stuff. So the BBC says the fight's not going to happen. So the Luxembourg Boxing Commission, I think Warren went out and got the Luxembourg Boxing Commission, and they came in and they sanctioned it. That's just the way it was, it, and it went down. So I think if they get too wise there, the BBC, they realize, uh, the British Board of Boxing Control, they realize if they get too wise, they uh, can end up uh, SOL. Anyway, looking at these big guys, I still like Joshua. Joshua and Fury, that's going to be the battle of the U.K. I mean, they're already looking at each other, talking about it back there. Of course, Joshua just very green, 16-0, taking out, uh, you know, Charles Martin. He went, he went, you know, he took Charles Martin out, but Charles Martin, kind of put it, Charles Martin was, was a good fighter with a good record, but not a great fighter, and not a fighter with greatness as far as, uh, greatness was not, you wouldn't look potential, his potential up and find greatness in it. He just wouldn't. He had a good record. I think it was 23-0 and 0 with a draw and 21 knockouts, something like that. Great record, okay, as far as on paper is concerned. But they realize the Henry uh, Henry Tillman and his team down there, of course, out of Carson, California, they train right across the street from the Carson Police Department, the Carson Jail, right across the street from the Carson Jail. If you get out of jail, you can see Henry Tillman's boxing gym right across the street. But anyway, he got together with Charles Martin, got him on a good run. Of course, got him the IBF title when the other guy got hurt his knee or something like that. So he won the title on fluke. They didn't expect him to beat Anthony Joshua, but they had to cash in at this point in time. When I looked around the world, the only place this guy could have went and made some money was in the U.K., and that's exactly what he did. I'm told he got almost close to $2 million purse over there. Of course, even if he got 800000 of that or 600000 of that after taxes, more power to him. I mean, that would set him up for life, no doubt about it. So we're looking for good things. See, this is what this is about. I keep telling people, titles, yeah, they're cool, and they help you make money, but the bottom line is you need to make money. I mean, it's a profession, professional boxing. If they don't make any money, hey, what's the big deal? It's not really a big deal. A lot of guys have had titles. Alex Stewart didn't get a title. He was the heavyweight of the 80s. Of course, had the, that explosive fight, I believe, in 1987 in the Garden. Of course, with the great Evander Holyfield, they went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. A great, great fight. One of the greatest fights of the 80s, no doubt about it. But Alex Stewart never won a heavyweight title. Yet his managers, the Wacko twins, twins, I'm talking about Dennis Rappaport and Mike Jones. Of course, they were the guys that guided Jerry Cooney, the great white hope who was shot at the heavyweight title with Larry Holmes back in 1983, I believe, or 82 or 83. I mean, they put this together, and they kept this guy winning. They, they had him like a 33-0, and 33 knockout, something like some incredible record, okay? Then, then they put him in a fight with Holyfield. After that point, they realized he was going to beat the very top guys, but he did, beat, he did beat George Foreman, and I was ringside 
in Las Vegas at the Thomas and Mack Arena. I don't know what they're calling it now, but of course the the arena on the uh, University of Nevada at Las Vegas campus. And, and I watched that fight go down, and I was surprised that George Foreman was able to walk away. That George's eye was swollen shut. I mean, Alex Stewart came to fight that night. Alex Stewart deserved to win, but just like in Vegas, things happen. Sort of like getting a blackjack in Vegas and some guy beating you with a 16. Think about that. You got a blackjack in your hand, an ace and a king. And you look at the other guy that's got a king and a six. He ain't going to move, and he beats you. How does that happen? Think about getting robbed in boxing. That's the closest I can equate it to. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Cuba Gooding to the break. Senior, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports by Live. Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Nicholas Rowley, Courtney Rowley, Dominic Pachota are trial lawyers who deeply care about their clients. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm with offices in Des Moines, Waterloo, Decorah, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, and California. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases throughout the country. The Trial Lawyers for Justice firm has won through caring about clients and refusing to settle cheap and believing in the justice system, hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements. Injury victims and their families will call 888-811-0844. 888-811-0844. And do it now if you believe you have a case and get the justice you and your family members deserve. Call 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Imagine your child cannot hear or speak. What do you do? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective services to children with hearing and communication difficulties. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Kids, our benefit golf tournament, on Monday, June 6th. Hosted at an exclusive club in San Mateo with lunch, golf, cocktails, and dinner included. Amazing prizes like a new Porsche, Pebble Beach giveaway, and more. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, 40 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. Iconic figure in the world of mixed martial arts, the man that brought us these strike force MMA, of course. They were big time down there in San Jose, California. Showtime put them around the world. CBS put them on network TV. The bottom line is Scott Coker is on the line from Silicon Valley. Scott, how's life treating you, man? Been really busy, man, really busy. Got a great fight card tonight, and uh, looking forward to uh, promoting it and uh, seeing some great fights. Let's talk about Bellator 154. King Mo in the main event against Phil Davis. Phil Davis can fight. We know that King Mo can fight. Break this down for me from a promoter's point of view. How do you see this? You know, I'll tell you, we brought over Phil Davis uh, to really to have this fight with King Mo. So when we were going after Phil Davis, he was a free agent. The fight with King Mo was the one that was really on the top of 
top of my mind. And, and to put it together after, you know, it's been about a year, uh, you know, it's going to be something really fun to watch because I think these guys are both great wrestlers. And, you know, I think that, you know, the, the wrestling might end up negating each other and they might end up being a stand-up fight. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, it's, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because it's, it's such a chess match that, um, you know, I don't really know what's going to happen, man. I'm just going to sit there and uh, and watch it as a fan and, and, and just enjoy it. You know, I've, I've noticed the, the, uh, a lot of the MMA fighters are now really going with boxing one-on-one. Now. I saw Chris Weidman do that when he knocked out Anderson Silva and things like that. I mean, everybody's, they've really expanded their game. Nobody, I mean, back in the days of Hoist Gracie, he had the Brazilian jiu-jitsu to an extent and some wrestling skills, but he wasn't a striker, and he only scored, I think, one, one knockout in his last fight, I think, uh, in, his, in, his, in his career. So what I'm trying to say is he, wasn't, he was a guy of just one element. Now guys have got, like, all these different elements. The world of MMA is evolving. I think fighters are getting better, Scott. You're right. And um, when I look at the fighter today compared to 93, 94, in those early years, um, man, they are just a complete athlete. And they, you better have your ground game together. You better have your wrestling together. You better have your stand-up. And, and you better be able to kickbox. You better, have, you better be able to know how to, you know, block leg kicks and check leg kicks and, and, uh, and fight, you know, uh, and be an effective striker with your legs and knees and elbows and not just punching. So, and on top of that, you have to be a great boxer. So to be a complete MMA fighter today and compete at the highest level, you got you got to you got to put a lot of work in because it's not it's not like the old days where they're just one dimensional, and uh, like you said, the jujitsu was on or the wrestling was on or the ground pound game was on, or their striking was on, and uh, it, it's been really int- interesting to see the evolution of of where mixed martial arts has come. But I think if you look at today's fighter man, it's it's really a, a much more dangerous athlete than it was you know twenty years ago. When you were kicking this concept around in San Jose many, many years ago, the fact putting together a, a some type of MMA league, did you ever think it would evolve into the point where like the USC would be buying you out and then you starting an, uh, going to work for another company? Did you ever think it would evolve into this? You know, not really, man. I mean, I've been in martial arts fight promotion business for 30 years here in the Bay Area, and uh, I started in 85. And, and really I started with kickboxing because there was no MMA here in, in the mid-'80s, and we had a TV deal. Uh, for a kickboxing show on ESPN. And then in uh, 91, uh, ESPN 2 launched, and we were doing 24 fights a year all over the world. Uh, and then, um, you know, along came K1, and I'm just, you know, fast-forwarding. Uh, and then I worked for them for a while and still ran my own Strikeforce fights here in the Bay Area. And then Strikeforce MMA launched, and uh, it's been 10 years uh, ago last month, and, and time just flew by. But, you know, we, we I wasn't thinking about selling it. I wasn't even thinking about taking partners with, the guys I, I took partners with, uh, the ownership group of the San Jose Sharks, I was just thinking, let's just promote, man. Let's just, you know, because it's something I really love to do. And um, that still happened so fast. It was, it was pretty pretty amazing, the time frame. It all happened within, let's see, I want to say a three-month period. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I took about three years off. Uh, after my non-compete ended, I went back to uh, to work. I was going to start in another fight company, and I got a call from uh, a gentleman by the name of Kevin Kay, who is the president of Spike. TV, uh, and we had a nice chat, and I and I really believed in his vibe and, and in his energy and and uh, and his vision. And I said, you know what, I want to help this guy. So I jumped on board with Bellator about 18 months ago, and you know our ratings have been up. Uh, our ratings are up 45 percent. Our paid attendance is up 80 percent. I mean, we're doing some really good things. Our roster is amazing compared to where it was 18 months ago. And you know we're we're going international. We got some big fights internationally. Coming up, we have a big fight in London on uh, July 16th. You guys just left the Italy. Arena. So uh, Italy was, yeah, last month. Yeah. That was an amazing show. We have one in Israel coming up. We have one in Argentina we have to announce soon. Uh, we got a lot of, lot of international fights, a lot of international opportunity. Um, but, um, you know, I always love promoting in San Jose because I feel like this is the home. This is where I built everything. And, you know, this is where I live. This is my community. And uh, it's it's just really I feel like it's a home game if you know what I mean. Scott, remember the days when when Gina and and, and Kung Lee would pack the joint and talk about the HP Pavilion with the Shark Tank, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, but the bottom line was well, they were they all have those little Vietnamese flags. Remember, I mean there would be like nine thousand Vietnamese flags in the audience. I mean that was amazing. Yeah, Kung had a big school here. He actually had two schools here in town when he was fighting and. Um, you know, he, he brought the place in. He brought, and they would pass out flags, and all you would see is yellow. 
everywhere. Yellow flags, you know, waving everywhere. And I'll tell you, the loudest fight I think I've ever ever been a part of is when he fought Frank Shamrock. Yep. And we sold half the stadium to, to Kung's fans. We sold half the stadium to Frank's fans. And I think we had like fourteen or 15,000 people in there that night. And I'm telling you, man, that was the loudest, you know, it was the loudest event I've ever been to in person. And, uh, you know, to, the, to this day, that, that fight is really, you know, something special in my heart and, and something that uh, I'm really proud of. Spike TV. I mean, you guys have come together with Spike TV, and, of course, Spike TV is a, is a great, how can I put this, it's a great outlet as far as cable TV is concerned, probably the premier uh, outlet as far as K, uh, combat sports concerned, of course, preceded by the USC, the Ultimate Fighter, and things like that. But the Spike TV schedule, is Bellator's an, uh, eventual goal to be able to meet a weekly schedule year-round? Is that the eventual goal in a few years from now, or what? You know, I tell you, uh, last year we did 16 fights. This year we're scheduled to do, including the kickboxing series, we're scheduled to do 29 fights. Um, and I think we could probably get to the mid-30s, you know, but I think I think that's going to be enough. I think 35, 36 fights a year uh, is, is a pretty hefty schedule. It gives you a few weekends off. Now let's talk about kickboxing, Scott Coker. Kickboxing is back in the game now. K1 Kickboxing was one of the the premier uh, uh, organizations as far as MMA was concerned. I think it was headquartered in Japan over in the Orient. But now you're bringing kickboxing back with Bellator MMA. Talk to me about that and how is it going to fit in? You know, I'll tell you, I feel like it's a full circle um, moment for me because that's how I started. Uh, When I was in my early 20s, I think 21, I started promoting kickboxing here in San Jose. And uh, for the first, I want to say, 20 years of being a fight promoter, it was just kickboxing, and MMA was only uh, allowed in certain territories in the U.S., in Vegas, uh, after 2001. But before that, you'd have to go to Alabama or Denver or you'd have to go to uh, you know, North Dakota, some places where the commission wasn't quite as sophisticated as they are today. And, um, you know, when it became an uh, you know, accepted sport, you know, the, the, the Fertitta brothers brought in, and then we started in '06 when it became legal in California. But before that, man, it was all about kickboxing. And, and, I, and I had the benefit and, and, and really the, feel so lucky to, to be a part of the largest kickboxing uh, federation in the world, which was K1. And they had all the best fighters in, in Japan. They were so big. They did fights all over the world. Uh, but, man, it was unbelievable to walk into a building like the Osaka Dome or the Tokyo Dome, and you, literally you have 50,000 people in there you know, five oh, fifty thousand, like a baseball game, and and uh, or a football game, and and you and, and you're walking into a, a martial arts kickboxing show, that the production was way over the top, just crazy stuff going on, and 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 these fighters were really, you know, as famous as any rock band or any singer, uh, and they couldn't go anywhere. I mean, these guys are superstars in Japan, but to see that happening somewhere on the planet, man, it just made me feel good because. Uh, you know, I, I love kickboxing. I love MMA. I love boxing. I love it all, man. I mean, to me, why do you have to, you know, differentiate between one sport and the other as far as being a fan? I mean, to me, I love it all. So to uh, to have kickboxing and to be able to go back to my roots and and, and give value and, and give uh, back uh, to the kickboxing community, put it on Spike TV and have Spike, you know, supporting it, it's a, it's a really good feeling. Scott Coker's on the line from Silicon Valley. He's the godfather of the Bellator MMA Godfather, President, what's the exact title down there, President? Yeah, President of Bellator. Okay, well, we just want to get the title straight. Now, if you hypothetically, I'm going to put you on the spot here, if you are called in as an expert witness in this trial that's going to be coming up between the Fertitta brothers and Zufa Sports versus the fighters claiming that they should be able to wear uh, their own advertisement outside of Reebok, where would you, the expert witness, where would you go with? Would you go with the fighters or would you go with the company? Well, I could tell you, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, issues there. But if you're talking specifically about, let's say, sponsorships and what the fighters wear, um, all I have to say is this. I don't know how a fighter who is an independent contractor has to wear a uniform. Because if you're an employee, I see why you have to wear a uniform. But if you're an independent contractor, I don't understand how it's, you can be considered an independent contractor and have to wear a uniform that the company makes you wear. That's that's pretty much my position. Sort of reminds me of a little slave contract here. I mean, because I think Brendan Schaub, who's a middle card, mid card heavyweight, but he was getting, he says, upwards of eighty to ninety to one hundred thousand dollars for the advertisement on his trunks and things like that. 
And when he went to the Reebok deal, they were giving him like ten, like four to ten thousand bucks. Wasn't even a guarantee involved, Scott. That's Scott. That's where. That's like that's pimping. You know, I'll tell you, that's really what's been making our phone ring is uh, that that Reebok deal and um, the impact on the fighters and their and their uh, their you know you know financial gain from these sponsors that they've had for many years and not to be able to have a sponsor anymore. Um, has uh, has really made uh, made made free agency open up a little bit, and and we've been getting a lot of calls, and we've signed. Look, we signed Vitrion over mm-hmm. Benson Henderson. Uh, Phil Davis came originally a year ago. I mean, it's you know, it's uh, it's opened up the market, and I think that uh, it's a good thing because I don't think any industry can stay healthy if you only have one buyer. I've always thought the competition is what makes the world go around. Absolutely, no, no doubt about it. Now, speaking of Benson Henderson. Fighting at 170, is he out of his element at 170? I mean, he looks like he's a good welterweight, but it looks like he's a an upper upper echelon he- a welterweight because he doesn't look as good as he did at 155. You know, and I tell you, I think that that was really a timing issue. He came back um, maybe a little bit too soon mm-hmm. and wanted to fight at a heavier weight. And um, you know, we talked to him recently, and uh, I think that he understands he's probably best suited to fight at 155, which he's agreed to go back down to. So, you know, we're looking forward to uh, Benson uh, coming back to 55 and really having some great fights for us. I mean, if you think about the fights that we have uh, ahead, of, ahead of him, I mean, we have, you know, Michael Chandler, Josh Thompson, Pitbull. Uh, there's, there's just three of those guys. I mean, that, we're going to keep him busy for the next couple of years. Now, those guys are all personalities. How come I have such a, a problem getting them on the radio? I mean, these guys are great personalities. Chandler, guys like that. Scott, these guys are good I've, I've seen them interviews. They're, they're good stand-up guys. Get those guys for me. Yeah, that's listen. That's not a problem. We'll make it happen. All right. Anyway, I want to wish you the best tonight. Of course, Bellator one fifty four. King uh, King Mo take on Phil Davis. The co-main event. Um, let's talk about that just for a second. Talk to me about the co-main event. Boy, I tell you, um, you know, eventually, uh, Cyborg. Uh, he, you know, he had a. Pretty good run with us at Strike Force, mm-hmm. and coming up a big win against Brendan Ward um, about uh, two months ago, mm-hmm. um, and the fight only lasted 60 seconds. But, you know, he submitted him uh, really, really quickly, and fought um, a very smart fight. And then Sada Watt, who you know has been around a long time, you know Sada Watt is more than I think the only guy to ever beat Will Brooks, our lightweight champion, knocked him out. Uh, so he's got power and. He's a he's a crafty veteran, and and we think it's going to be a great great main event, summer main event. First fight, six thirty p.m. on Spike uh, Spike dot com. Check that out, Spike dot com. Spike TV is going to have this a little bit later in the night, eight p.m. Uh, both Eastern time and Pacific time. Correct. That's correct. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck tonight, man. Continue success. You are the Godfather of Silicon Valley when it comes to MMA. We know it. Okay. Thank you very much. I really appreciate all the support. All right, Scott. Take good care, Scott Coker. Not so excited, but he is the man down there, of course, at Bellator MMA. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Nicholas Rowley, Courtney Rowley, Dominic Pachota are trial lawyers who deeply care about their clients. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm with offices in Des Moines, Waterloo, Decorah, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, and California. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases throughout the country. The Trial Lawyers for Justice firm has won through caring about clients and refusing to settle cheap and believing in the justice system, hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements. Injury victims and their families will call 888-811-0844. 888-811-0844. And do it now if you believe you have a case and get the justice you and your family members deserve. Call 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. This is the First Lady of Soul. I know you've heard Diana Ross, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, they're all from Detroit, but this chick was from Detroit as well. I'm talking about Mary Wells, the Motown queen that she was. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Join us in Puerto Rico on October 17th, October 17th through the 21st. In fact, Pedro will be arriving probably on the 16th, maybe the 15th, depending on the, uh, the radio schedule that week. But the bottom line is we're going to hit Puerto Rico, San Juan, Puerto Rico, the 17th of October for about, about four or five days. We'll check out probably the 21st to the 22nd. The convention ends on the 21st. The 17th to the 21st is the 29th annual WBO convention, of course, hosted by Paco Valcarcel, Francisco Valcarcel, of course, uh, <clears throat> barrister extraordinaire. Uh, he's a man, no doubt about it, Esquire. He's a lawyer, a lawyer in, of course, San Juan, Puerto Rico. He was the president of the World Boxing Organization. We call him Paco, but he'll be hosting this the 17th to the 21st at the Caribbean. Hilton Hotel in San Juan, Puerto Rico. More information on that by going to the WBO website, wboboxing.com. Speaking of websites, I'm putting together a new website. It should be up in about 10 days. My website's been eh, sort of stale for a while, but I've got a new website coming out, new programs. Going to hook up the Johnny Taco Show, the Saturday night show, of course, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Pacific time. I've got some great guests tonight. Check them out. Johnny Taco is also going to rock and roll tonight at 10 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. 1 a.m. Eastern time, we'll have the Bellator results, interviews, all kinds of good stuff. Tonight, Johnny Taco is All-Stars, 10 p.m. Pacific time right here on Sports Byline. iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, et al., all the other networks as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much. Don't forget my schedule. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline. Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. <laughs> 